Now this could scare you. They, they are not what they claim to be. Actually, nine flying saucers, flying discs. <laughs> Hello, friends. Has curiosity gotten the better of you, leaving you wondering what could possibly be out there among the stars, or what's lurking in our backyards? Has the enigma of the supernatural intrigued you, consumed your every living thought, or the attraction of the uncanny leaving you questioning all that you have been taught? Well, we can't give you any answers, but what we can give you are tall tales. And we're back after, I think, a week's hiatus. I've been, what, in the country? Nah, you Working? just... Like, here's what happened, right? Government caught wind of some of the shit Brandon was up to. They just took him away to give him a little, you know, a little smack. Yeah, I've been staying on the ranch. <laughs> yeah, but in reality, just getting, eh? just getting conditioned to Just getting conditioned to fucking say the right things when you get back. Yeah, but in reality, I've been staying in a rat-infested hotel room for like four days. <laughs> was it rat-infested? Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get a refund from Booking.com. <laughs> Fucking rats everywhere, man. It was horrible. Yeah, no. And the general manager came in. He had blood running down his head. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it was sweet. It was so good. Um, Bed comfy? Yeah, it was pretty comfy, actually, which was surprising. Anyways, we are back after our long hiatus. I'm sure you missed us all, and we're mixing it up again. This one, I've not donned the tinfoil hat. Um, it's just a, it's a, it's a simple one. We've, we've got a couple of topics that aren't as big enough to fill a full episode, so we've got some interesting ones that we've just sort of chucked into to one episode. Well, we all know The Simpsons. That's right. We yeah. all know who the Simpsons are. And with 31 seasons and counting, America's longest-running sitcom and animated program is loved by all ages around the world. Especially me. I fucking love the Simpsons, man. You trying to sell it to me or something? Do you, do you like the Simpsons? I really, like, I loved it as a kid, but I haven't really watched past, like... Maybe season five. Yeah. Oh, really? Like I, I really only watched the the what everyone calls the golden age. See, I heavily. Just... Yeah, I don't know. I kind of disagree with that. Maybe it's like purely nostalgia driven, but I loved like seasons up till fifteen. Yeah. Well, I mean, like. They're definitely not bad. I mean, compared to yeah. now, with where it's at, and just mm. it's just a bit stale. It's it, do, it doesn't hit the same way. The writers aren't as creative, but it's also made a fucking bajillion dollars. So yeah, it's still pretty relevant. I mean, mm. Laura has seen every episode of The Simpsons ever. Do you see? Yeah, every episode ever, 
And she says the new ones aren't that bad. I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen it, so I can't really say anything. I know it's not as good, but yeah, I don't know. It must be all right if they've if they're still going. Mm. It also yeah. just feels like they're milking the milk in the machine while they still can. Wait yeah. until one of the big what like big voice actors die, and then well, because well, what's Marge is like in her seventies now, I think. There's a whole thing now. Sorry to sidetrack people, but this is important. There's a whole <laughs> thing now where Marge's voice actor is her voice is sort of degrading, and you can really tell if you watch the new episodes. Marge doesn't sound right. Yeah. It's, yeah, well, it's she's sad. 71. Is she? But that fucking voice must be killing her throat. It'd take a toll for sure. It's so gravelly. And I know she's Homer $400,000 an episode. Oh! <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, apparently it's okay. This was in 19... After salary renegotiations in 2008, the voice actors received approximately 400000 per episode. That is with Fox nuts. threatening to cancel the series unless production costs were cut. Kavner and the other cast members accepted a 30% pay cut just down to just over three hundred grand an episode. Just. Just. Oh, <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah. I wonder when they're going to end it. Apparently, when they do end it, they have, like, a, a, a really good ending in mind. Yeah, I hope so. I think that's important. But anyways, <laughs> moving on. Um, So, with a huge pop culture presence, The Simpsons has stayed relevant largely since it debuted in 1989. With nearly 700 episodes, the creators of the show have not only succeeded to craft some memorable moments, but have mysteriously managed to predict the future, some say. Sure, you might be thinking it's absurd, or that (laughs) a TV show running since the late 80s is bound to predict minor events by explanation of coincidence, but the following predictions are quite accurate to real-world events in an eerie way. The last of my sort of scripted scripts there. Now it's just dot points. Without further ado, here are some of The Simpsons' predictions. So, have you seen The Simpsons movie? I have seen The Simpsons movie. Right, so in that movie, they predicted, you know, the whole NSA spying scandal? Ah, uh, no, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's it's like when the um. Anyways, I'll, I'll I'll talk about it. So when the Simpsons family is forced to flee Springfield after escaping the big dome, the NSA tracks Marge and the kids down by listening in on one of their conversations. Right. However, it wasn't until six years after the Simpsons movie hit theaters that Edward Snowden first blew the whistle on the government mass surveillance thing. And um, how they were sort of tapping into Americans' phones and internet records. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, start off slow. You know they're legally allowed to do that in Australia? They are, aren't they? Mm. It's a bit fucked, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit fucked. Yeah, it's if they suspect you of doing something wrong. 
but yeah, like but you can that's disrespect a anyone not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> a how do I know you're not a serial killer? Oh, you don't. That's the thing. <laughs> Hello. It could be. Um, but yeah, you know, six years later, they sort of blew the whole whistle on that. It's a bit odd, but we'll move on. In 2012, they predicted the Greece debt default. So you remember when Greece went bankrupt? Yeah, they have no money. Yeah, so when Homer appears on the cable news show Headbutt as a guest commentator, there's a little ticker at the bottom of the screen that says Europe puts Greece on eBay. It's like a fun little gimmick. But this was three years before Greece became the first developed country to default uh, default on the IMF, further deepening the country's economic catastrophe. So yeah, it's a little bit. What weird. have they spent all their money on? I don't know. I'm sure it's just debt, right? Yeah, but like, it has to be from something. I guess some pretty fancy looking buildings probably cost a bit, don't you think? Yeah, but most of them are pretty old, right? Yeah, I don't know. I've never been to Greece. Neither. Can't say. Hmm. Um, again, in 2010, they predicted a future winner of the Nobel Prize. So there's this scientist or physicist called Bengt Holstrom, and it was predicted that he would win the Nobel Prize in season 22 of The Simpsons, which debuted in 2010. And this is where Martin holds up a scoreboard depicting his Nobel Prize betting pool, and Holstrom's name is labelled under Martin's pick for economics. But it wasn't until six years later, in 2016, that he actually did win that. Or shall we? Maybe? I don't know. Alright. Now, further on, in Season 10, Episode 5... Disney acquires 20th Century Fox. So, at the end of the episode, an establishing shot shows the 20th Century Fox emblem with, under it, it says a division of Walt Disney Co. And the program didn't expect Fox to sell to Walt Disney. But all of a sudden, in July 2018, um, they did. And, you know, Disney acquired 20th Century Fox. But what's unusual is that during the time that the episode aired, Disney was in like this really shitty slump era, they called it. Hmm. So they had like a lot of forgettable, boring animation coming from the super company that we know today. Like, you know, how Disney just buys everything up pretty much. Hmm. Yeah, so it's like kind of hard to imagine that Disney at that time would be snatching up 20th Century Fox and Lucasfilm and all of that, because they're massive companies. Mm. Yeah, and, I mean, it's just a bit unusual. wonder how they know. I don't know. I really don't know. It's just like... Couldn't find anything on it? I've got, <laughs> got a Reddit theory. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Reddit theory. I mean, they say it's like heavy coincidence, but... Mm. Mm, I mean, like, once or twice is a coincidence, right? That's what they say. Like, like you can you can imagine, oh, okay, Disney buying Fox. Yeah, that's definitely possible. This guy who was probably a physicist around when they thought the Nobel Prize was going to, like, he was like, oh, he's doing some cool shit. He yeah. could win it. Yeah. But, like, the, the, 
just some of them are real. Yeah, that's real weird. Um, But again, I think it's a thing people have suspected for a while. Yeah, it is the National Surveillance Agency, isn't it? So even that, you can just chalk up like, oh, they just nailed it. (laughs) They just hit it on the button. But like some of the other things they predicted is a bit wacky, like the Trump campaign. But again, I will go into that. That whole thing's weird because... I think a lot of people forget Trump ran for president once before. He got it. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get into it. And we'll definitely get into it, yeah. Mm. Um, but you know what? Let's go further. In 1998, The Wizard of Evergreen Terrace, Homer is pictured in... This is fucking nuts. This is the weirdest... Like, one of the weirdest ones. Um, Homer's pictured in in a basement, right, in front of a blackboard, and he's finishing an equation with some chalk. Now, what's interesting is that this same equation on the board ended up being used to confirm the existence of what they call the God particle. And that's a particle that helps explain how everything in the universe has mass. And it wasn't confirmed until um, 2012. So what's that, 14 years later? Okay. Yeah, like, how would someone explain that? I'm going to play devil's advocate. Was there studies around it at the time? I don't know. I didn't... Because if there were studies, like... Because you said it was proved in 2014, was it? Confirmed, yeah. Yeah, so there could have been a chance that it was just being thrown around for a while before it was confirmed. Definitely a chance. Definitely a chance. Hear me out again. I'm just right? trying to think logically. <laughs> this no, no, no. That's all I'm thinking. That's fine. I raise your, I raise I your raise skepticism you. <laughs> and I check September 11, all right? In 1997, in the city of New York versus Homer Simpson, a brochure depicts a night. So you got to sort of picture this in your head a little bit, all right? It mm. depicts a $9 sign. So like $9. With the twin towers in the background, right? And mm. it's styled and placed to look like the following of nine, and then the towers to look like eleven. So it really mm. does look like nine eleven. You can look it up; it's on the internet and everything. And that debuted in nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Well before the attacks. But, hear me out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna raise your theory one. Oh, okay. So the twin towers were a pretty, pretty prominent part of New York around that time period. I'm assuming. Yeah. It was like one of the things most people like it was known for. I think they were bigger than the Empire State. Don't quote me on that. Actually. But I'm not sure. Pretty prominent. Yeah. But yeah, like one. everyone knew the twin towers. I mean, maybe not as much as after the event, but like. Still, it was a pretty big thing. World Trade Center, whatever. How I'm looking at the magazine right now, right? You see it? I'm looking at it right now. Now, it's kind of creepy how it does do that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, what's the chance that it is literally just like a photo of the New York skyline with a $9 print of how much the magazine would cost? Why number nine? How much did magazines cost in That's, the 70s? How much what, what, what year was it? magazines cost in 1997? Magazines cost like $8. $8, is that, yeah. 
Is that close so, enough? Yeah. It's close enough to me, man. What what do you that's, mean? That's pretty close, isn't it? Yeah, so I don't know. Like even okay. like nineteen okay. it doesn't really get nine dollars till after nine eleven actually happened. Yeah. But like eight, nine bucks, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess you could see that. It's sort of, I guess it is a little bit of a coincidence that it's placed like that. Yeah. But it's still, like, in the back of your mind, you know? It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It is It is weird, but I can see, like, just... Yeah. It's like that, um, it's like that Star Wars bit. I don't know if you've seen it. There's, like, this one couple comics, I think, right. where there's these two no-name characters, right? And it's just a spoof of, like, Star Wars, but it is these two characters accidentally caused every single major event that occurs in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, really? Is it like a <laughs> Yeah. Like a it's joke? like a comedy. Yeah, it's yeah. like a comedy. It's like, they're the reason that Palpatine became a Sith Lord. They're the reason Anakin was in Tatooine or, like, shit yeah. like that. <laughs> what is that? Oh, I'll find it. I'll find it. Keep going. I'll let you know when I find it. Okay. Well... This one is the culmination of all the crazy conspiracy predictions. This is the one I really want you to try and devil's advocate, okay? So, 2000. The year is 2000. Turn of the, turn of the millennium, right? Now, the prediction they make is that Donald Trump is elected as president. This is probably one of the most famous, if not the most famous, Simpsons prediction based on just how accurately they got it. Um, but when Bart flashes forwards 30 years to adulthood, viewers learn that Lisa not only becomes president, but she also inherits what they say as quite a budget crunch from Donald Trump, her predecessor. Now, the actual, like, realistic Trump administration was still 16 years away at the time, obviously, because he got elected in 2016, I believe. However, Dan Greeny clarified in 2016 um, with The Hollywood Reporter that the joke was intended as a warning to the country. He sort of just said, like, oh, it just seems like the obvious last stop before reaching rock bottom, um, you know, and... It's proposed to fit in with the picture of America descending into absolute madness. Mm. But hear me out, all right? This is where you need to concentrate, okay? Because it goes off the rails a little bit. To add on to this, what's really scary is how accurate the prediction is on time, okay? So, canonically, The Simpsons started in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Bart has only had one legitimate birthday, and we know he was born in the 80s, right? He was mm. born on February 23rd. Now, Bart turns 10 years old in 1990, meaning 30 years into the future, as per the episode, at the age of 10, would be 2020 and 2021, okay? In the scene, Lisa was preceded by um, by Donald Trump, which means he would have only served one term of four years. 
if what they said was true, which was that she was left quite a budget crunch. So he, I guess he didn't have time to fully follow through with it, meaning he only served one term. This means that the Simpsons version of President Trump would have had to be elected in 2016 or 2017. Now, I don't know about you, but in the timeline I'm living in, that fucking happened, right? Yeah. He got elected in 2016, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Now... It was 2016? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he just got kicked out last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's go deeper. In the scene, <laughs> Lisa is seen to be wearing a purple suit with pearls around her neck, right? Mm. This outfit has been compared heavily to the purple suit and necklace that Kamala Harris wore on her inauguration day. Now, just look up the Kamala Harris, Lisa Simpson thing. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, see, see, even down to the pearls, the only thing that's different, I guess, is the undershirt. Yeah. Yeah, and the earrings too. Mm-hmm. Well, like, how do you explain Lisa's that? a baddie when she's older. Sorry. <laughs> no, when she's older. You can't say she's a kid there. Basically looking, your sister. She's looking cute as there. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Devil's advocate that one. Um <laughs> fuck, Brandon, I can't. There's too much that's real similar with that. Yeah. I've just um, overloaded you with words. Yeah, and yeah, yeah you've with timelines and shit. You like those fucking flat earthers that just flood you with massive amounts of information that you just can't prove right or wrong. There's just so much there, so that you're just kind of like, oh well, fuck. (laughs) From my experience of arguing with flat earthers, they sort of just (laughs) show you pictures with no context and say, just understand. (laughs) You know. You're like, I can't. <laughs> yeah, and explain it to me, and they go, I'm not here to teach, I'm only here to show. Yeah, that right. sort of shit. Well, that means you don't fucking understand it either. Exactly. Uh, Did you know in Trump's 2000 campaign, he wanted to have Oprah Winfrey as his vice president? Are you serious? <laughs> no. What a cracked out timeline that would have been. Yeah, Oprah is the... I mean, people would probably still want her as the... She could say one thing and she'd have a mountain of fucking people ready to eat her out. You reckon? <laughs> yeah. People love Oprah. Don't know why. Oprah's kind of cool. I don't know. I she's, never watched her well, show. I mean, she's not a bad person, I'm assuming. She's just rich and yeah. is like, well, the she's one of the most influential people in the world, but like, I don't know why. That's <laughs> what a TV show will do to you and giving out free cars every 20 minutes. Yeah, I think she's done a lot of, like, philanthropy stuff. But, oh, uh, yeah. He's an author. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I own a charity. She writes books. Yeah. <laughs> My charity gives back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that Seinfeld episode where George creates, like, he gives out Christmas gifts to the human fund, but all the money just goes to him? Some bullshit charity that he made. <laughs> yeah, it's like Grant Cardone. He has a charity, but he doesn't tell anyone where the money goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the so real fucking donate. power move right Some there. People just donate to it, and you're like, Haha, it's mine now. Yeah. Just goes straight to his Venmo or bank account. 
it's like it's like fucking every charity. I swear, if you look into all, a lot of major charities, half of the money just goes back to the people that run it. I well, don't get how a non- when <clears throat> yeah. I'm sorry, I don't get how a non non for profit can have like a a CEO that runs it earning like ten million a year of a charity. Yeah, like Red Cross or something. Yeah, like it doesn't make oh, any yeah. fucking sense. Well, remember when we did? Because um, I don't know if people know, but. No one would know. We used to do like little streams on Twitch and we got all our donations together and we um, sent them to a specific charity. I think, what what did we do? The Gorilla we Fund? We did Diane Fossey Gorilla Fund on the Nature's... Fuck. Yeah, we donated to Gorillas and I think um, like Violence Against Animals. Yeah, we right? did Four Paws. They were really cool. Four paws were cool, and there was one more. Nature's Wild, I think it was called. Hang on, I'll find Something it. Something like that. Wildlife. They're, they're all about the conservation of our monkeys. Yeah, but you got to be, like, really careful about who you donate to because mm. we had to do some research, and, I mean, obviously we found that a few of those comp- um, charities just sort of pocketed the money. Mm. Yeah, it's a big thing. It's another conspiracy. Anyways, um, The Simpsons have also gone on to predict many other things. It's a couple of little things I'll just shoot at you. You know, the smartwatches they predicted, they also predicted autocorrect. Um, the big FIFA corruption scandal that they predicted prior to it actually happening. Um, oddly specific, but they predicted the US in the Winter Games specifically beating Sweden for a gold medal in curling. And that did actually happen exactly the way I read it. Um, and faulty voter machines, voter fraud. I predicted all of that. But there was okay. I'm just going to point out this one. There was like the um, this pallet. The fucking hell! I just threw up in my mouth. The <laughs> the ballot scandal. Oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, they predicted that though. Yeah, that's pretty weird. That happened in like the early 2000s though. I think so. But how do you explain them specifically beating Sweden in curling? <laughs> like, why curling? How good is Sweden at curling? I mean, not as good as Homer and Marge, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, well, uh, yeah. let me put your questions to rest, quite simply. <laughs> Could this all be coincidence? Mm. Well, Reddit conspiracy theorists say otherwise. Now, hear me out. Some claim that the reason the Simpsons are able to predict such events are due to the fact that creator Matt Groening is a Freemason, who is subtly playing with viewers by leaving small hints to their true nature. Now, <laughs> this is supported, quite simply, by various various numerical hints in the episode, all adding up to or displaying the number 33. Now, if you don't know much about the Freemasons, one of the highest degrees of Freemason is the 33-degree Mason. And all these things adding up to 33, well, people automatically correlate that to the level of Freemason he would be. Now, do with that information what you will. I'm simply stating the facts. <laughs> all facts but additionally it doesn't help 
with that one episode where Homer stumbles onto like that cult. You mm. remember that episode? No, not really. Ah, uh, he falls through a sky glass onto a cult called the Stonecutters. Yeah. And they're basically the Simpsons version of the Freemasons. Yeah, right. They've even got like the symbol and everything, which is really similar. But yeah, they think Matt Groening's a Freemason. I mean, a lot of people are Freemasons, though. It's not really a, a bad of, yeah. thing, like, necessarily. But a 33-degree Mason, which that's hard to get to. That's very hard to get to. Were his family Freemasons? Did he have a dad that was one? I couldn't... I had a look at a couple of lists with Freemasons on it. I couldn't see his name on there. I don't know much about Freemasons, if it's secretive or not. Um, but I couldn't, with my brief search on Google, I couldn't see much. Weren't you trying to be one? Me? I was, yeah, I was trying to infiltrate the Freemasons. I don't have time though, man. But yeah, like, (laughs) if you want, yeah, that'd be all right. It'd make a good episode. But yeah, that's it. That's the, the Simpsons, um... Predictions conspiracy. Yeah, right. Yeah, it could be time travelers, could be anything. Yeah. Um, aliens, I guess. Yeah. Now, Tyrants, we'll the just... corner. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Matt Groening. Groening. Groening, yeah. however you pronounce it. As long as, as well as the other creators who I forget the names of. Yeah. Okay, I'll find it real quick. I do have one more thing to go. If I'll, I'll jump through this real quick. I'll jump through this no, real no, quick. No, no, I'm just right? saying, like, I, I, maybe you thought we were done. <laughs> no, no, Matt Groening. No, so yeah. he created it. That's who it was. All right, so Matt Groening, Groening, whatever. Yeah. He's the interdimensional bean. 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 <laughs> bean? Bean. <laughs> yeah. That goes to the future just to just to find shit to throw into his show to fuck with people. We're running out of ideas real bad. Yeah, well, he's not even a part of the show anymore. That's why you haven't seen any of these theories lately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> funny enough, they're up to their thirty-third season. That's crazy. Thirty-three level thirty-three Freemason, or so you say. Oh right. <laughs> oh. What does that mean? Is that a conspiracy? Don't know. Oh, Matt Groening is an interdimensional bean. Looking to- there we go, people. Matt Groening is an interdimensional bean. But before we move on to our next more conspiracy-based topic, um, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors this week. Stick around, people. We will, well, we will be right back. Hello children, Father Raymond here. 
Times are coming to an end as we know it, and the divine fog that will consume us all is only a few days away. What better time to unite in bliss with your fellow children of the fog and meet your maker? But Father Raymond, I thought you were our maker, sent here from the great empty to prepare us for the fog, so that we may reach pure, mind-numbing euphoria in the floating realm. Yes, children, while that may be true and proven factual in the literature, I have granted you all the opportunity to seek wisdom from your lesser gods with the Meet Your Maker. Inside the Meet Your Maker, you will be given the chance to meet any god you please. Zeus, Shiva, Buddha, Anubis, and even the Divine Fog. Place the Meet Your Maker upon your head and be transported to a realm of spiritual bliss and converse with your Almighty. Beware, don't have a bad trip. Some of our disciples have reported seeing a giant tentacle-faced god as well as the infamous nine-eyed skin lord of the Deep Realm. These disciples have been written off as a sacrifice for the cause. The Meteor Maker promises to help to achieve pure enlightenment upon viewing. Releasing your mind from its physical confines in your current state. However, don't let it distract you from your purpose amongst the fog. Inquire with Brother Stephen in the common room for screen time with the Meet Your Maker. But be quick, the fog is coming. Folks, I'm Randall Nuggington here with the Transdimensional Travel Agency. Do you wish you were born in the 80s, 70s? How about the 1580s? Have you ever wanted to go back in time and witness the great eruption of Pompeii? Or bear witness to the ravenous spread of the Black Plague? All aboard the Hindenburg? <laughs> the Out of Time Experience lets you visit any time period in history, as long as it was a complete and utter disaster to humanity. You'll be able to step foot in the shoes, or in the case of the Titanic, you'll be able to step foot in the water of the worst events that ever occurred on planet Earth. <laughs> Starting now, with two discounted packages for all our dark tourists. This one's hot. The Great Fire of London package will be available this month at 30% off. We're continuing to slash prices, just like our execution of Mary Antoinette package. The out-of-time experience. Wish you weren't here. So, alright, the following device could... Just listen to this one sentence, okay? <laughs> the following device could potentially be responsible for the deaths of J. Edgar Hoover, Marilyn Monroe, and John F. Kennedy, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, picture this. It's the 1950s. 
The CIA is busy developing mind control weapons and earthquake guns, as they do, right? Reasonable stuff, everyday CIA run-of-the-mill shit. Now, on top of that, the USA are in a, like a dick-measuring contest with the Soviets. <laughs> All the while, Fidel Castro is lurking in the shadows across the pond in Cuba. Hmm. Now, introducing the CIA heart attack gun. Have you heard of this? <laughs> no, I haven't heard of the CIA heart attack gun. Well, you're going to. Did Otis make it? <laughs> it sounds like an Otis product. <laughs> he doesn't make his stuff. He finds it in bargain bin UFO crash sites. <laughs> Infiltrate Area 51. He's got to deal with the, uh, the guy at work. Yeah. There. Um, in the late 50s, it was rumoured by... Oh, it was rumoured, sorry... The USSR had developed a cyanide dispensing gas gun, which was used to kill Ukrainian leaders Lev Rebet and Stepan Bandera. Now, let's go into this guy's bio a little bit. Bodan Stashinsky, it's a hard name to pronounce, was the KGB's assassin for Ukrainian nationalists in the late 50s. Now, his weapon of choice was a Soviet-designed spray gun that fired gas from a broken cyanide capsule. Now, its intent was to make it appear like the victim had gone into, like, cardiac arrest, and, of course, it would affect the wielder too, which, I mean, they're in close proximity. Um, but it gave them just enough time to pop the anti antidote so they didn't suffer from the cyanide themselves. Mm -hmm. So pretty, pretty risky weapon... From the get-go, the KGB's had, the Soviets had. Now, this guy, after being detained for riding a train without a ticket at the age of 19, Stashinsky was recruited by the Soviet NKVD. He was forced to cooperate with them, and he eventually went to Munich to spy on Ukrainian nationalists who fought the Soviet regime. We know a lot about Ukraine and Russia and their relationship um, from recent events. It's a bit events, tense. It's tense, to say the least. <laughs> he was astonished to find in 1957 that he'd been chosen to assassinate Lev Rebet, a man he had been watching. I don't know why he had been watching him. But he, you know. Anyways, <laughs> Stashinsky was given a brand new weapon at the time, a gas gun that was activated which activated spewed liquid cyanide. He practiced with water-filled gas ampoules before purchasing a dog to put the cyanide to test. Now, after being sprayed in the face for three minutes, the dog perished. The weapon performed as expected. So, yeah, poor fucking dog. Dushinsky stalked Rebet and killed him so quickly that the authorities mistook it for a heart attack because there was no indication of a wound. He was ordered to kill another Ukrainian leader, Stepan Bandera, just two years later. Now, he was issued a double-barrel gas gun this time, and he waited outside Bandera's apartment for one day. Then he greeted him on the third floor landing where he returned home. Then he greeted him on the third floor landing when he returned home. A rolled-up newspaper was concealed. Um, it was used to conceal the actual gun, and it, obviously he sprayed Bandera, uh, Bandera as he opened his door. 
and the guy's face became black and purple pretty much instantly and he managed to escape Stashinsky escaped whereas Bandera died um however the double dose because it was a double barrel the double dose of cyanide actually left traces in Bandera's stomach and that prompted a murder investigation long story short um Stashinsky was like freaking out he was regretting what he just did and he managed to flee from East Berlin to West Berlin um you know he was feeling all the guilt from just killing these people and he um you know slipped some secrets out about what the Soviets were making and that gun is actually on exhibit in a museum at the moment so it's it's pretty legit like it's a real it happened so it was a real thing yeah legit yeah yeah right so he pretty much let the CIA know and to capitalize on this the crazy Americans invested millions from their black budget into making their own version. So to do this, they paired with the now defunct U.S. Army Biological Warfare Laboratories, which is nuts, um, in order to weaponize substances that could cause tuberculosis, anthrax, Sleeping sickness, valley fever, food poisoning, and smallpox. Uh, which is kind of crazy that they would weaponize smallpox. I mean, that's mm. supposed to be like super deadly, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think it's good for you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like, know. I couldn't imagine it being a, like, a great thing. Does that mean they did it with COVID too? Is Weaponizing another, COVID. Is that another conversation for another day? Look, oh, Tyrants here going on a quick COVID. Yeah, <clears throat> people were getting bats were getting fed up with getting eaten. Yeah, and they're like, "Look, we're just gonna fuck up everyone." Yeah, and then maybe not even bats. Like, fuck it, why not even like the whole thing about it coming out of China? Yeah, probably true. Yeah, I think it is true at this point. Like it did happen. Like it did come out well, of China. Yeah. Right? But it could have just been some animal going like. It could have just literally been the guy up top just going, you know, it'd be funny. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. And then now we're three years into a global pandemic. Yeah. Because some, some guy will need a little snack. I don't know. Maybe he was just bored and he just like, the, the person that's running the show just went, fuck. You know, it'd be Just funny. have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's shake yeah. things up a little bit. <laughs> that'd be really funny. My wife's just left me. <laughs> this is how I'm going to get back at her. <laughs> Boom. This is Global how I'm pan- back to It could have just been one guy just like trying to get back at someone. It's like, and then it just snowballed into the whole Glenn News or something going. There's some oh, guy in his house just going like, oh, oh no. It's oh, no. <laughs> he's like, ah, well. Yeah. And then like he's the person that figured out the vaccine. And then he's just like, <laughs> he just looks up to university, accidentally drops a note on the ground going, oh, look what I've dropped. Where did. Bullet dodged. Yeah. Maybe you should pick this up, good university, sir. <laughs> Bang, vaccine. <laughs> that guy doesn't sleep at night if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, he's just sweating constantly. <laughs> going, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> it's getting worse. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So, the purpose for such a gun. Oh, sorry. 
Um, now, in addition to this, they also developed small darts that, upon being fired into someone, would induce a heart attack. Now, it would be so covert and small that no evidence of foul play of these darts would show up on any autopsy. Completely untraceable. Now, the purpose for such a gun, obviously, would be so that the US government could discreetly dispatch of America's enemies without mm. so much as a mm. trace. And one of which was Fidel Castro, the Prime Minister of Cuba from 59 to 76. Everyone knows Castro. Everyone knows Castro. Um, this would allow them to kill the Prime Minister without compromising the good of the nation's values or, like, creating conflict with the Soviets. Mm. Side note, though, Castro survived 600 assassination attempts. 600. 600. I know he um, apparently had a thing for cows. What do you mean? Like he loved cows. Like a bit too much or he just was sure, really yeah, into them? Um, what was... That's Pretty so sure weird. Ubra Blanca was a cow in Cuba known for her prodigious milk production. A cow along with Cordon de la Habana coffee plantations. Um, symbolizes Fidel's Castro's effort to modernize Cuba. Ah, oh, okay, maybe he didn't love cows. Maybe he loved a cow. No, let's just run with he loved cows. Okay. It's all about spreading misinformation. No, not cows. Milk. An obsession oh. with milk. I swear. Who knows that? Maybe he just raided this one cow. Who knows that? Who knows that? Yeah, where did you find that out? Good question. I don't know where I found that out. <laughs> what the fuck? This brain holds knowledge that is just pointless. Just obscure you know, pointless knowledge. Yeah, like I'll try and study for uni. Hello, hello, hello. Yep, we're back. <laughs> you love milk. No, my OBS <laughs> one bugged out. Alright. Okay. Uh, and, you know, the CIA kill list... It also included a bunch of other, like, dictators and stuff. But most of these guys were just killed in, like, coups. Yeah. But, um, moving on. Mary Embry was a secretary in the audio surveillance department. She eventually got promoted to technical services and such, where she was asked to research a new poison that would leave no trace after serving its purpose. Naturally. Now, yeah. It was speculated that this form of poison was tested on animals as well as prisoners to develop its effectiveness before being used in the field. How fucking, like, unlucky would you be if you go to prison for, like, a parking ticket, next minute they're testing poison on you? Yeah, I mean, not good. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah, you, um, you've, you're, you're accidentally, uh, like, a driving on a suspended license. Yeah, fucking go to jail. <laughs> You're getting cyanide on you. <laughs> just heart attack just, drugs. Just, just, just drink this. Just drink yeah. this. <laughs> fucking head turns to lead. Rough parents. The appearance of the gun is sort of like a modified uh, Colt 911. Mm-hmm. I, I, like just a basic handgun. Painted all black and it's got a massive hunting scope mounted on top and it works apparently it works via battery in the handle tight yeah and so the reason they put a big scope on it was because it was said to have reached a range of 100 meters um 
making little or no sound on impact. And in some cases, given the correct dart that they used, the tiger wouldn't even feel pain or even detection that it had entered their system. Super mm. covert. And, um, yeah, Embry, Mary Embry, she denies any use for assassination of the gun. Didn't Russia get done for this recently? Poisoning Wait. a dude? I don't know. Oh, yeah, Putin does it all the time. Yeah, there's, there was a real recent thing about Russia um, being investigated for apparently poisoning, I think, like a former KGB or fuck whatever their secret agent services really? are now. Really? Like last year or a couple of years. It wasn't long ago. Hang on, I'll find it. Oh, yeah. No, 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 I know what you're talking about. Poisons. Um, Where was it? 20th of August 2020, Russian opposition figure and anti-corruption activist Alexei Navalny, Navalny was poisoned with a Novichok nerve agent and was hospitalised in serious condition. Nerve agent, that's got to suck. I bet he doesn't feel very... Is he alive? Did he live? Yeah, he's still alive. Really? He lived. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking go you. Yeah. Well... After all of this, the weapon was actually brought to light by Senator Frank Church, and this was all done when he decided to actually look into what the CIA was developing behind the curtain, and he ultimately exposed a slew of illegal methods from, I mean, the CIA, the NSA, FBI, and even the IRS, including the ability to open the public's mail without a warrant, or the knowledge of the post office, um, and the ability to spy on civilians, given information from service providers, which again, Australia can do. It sucks. That really sucks. I hope they don't look at anything that I look at. Secret News. Bert Ford Secret News. Bert Ford Secret News. Tonight, we go live with a man who claims to have been in contact with uh, an alien flying saucer. Here is Frank on the line. Frank, are you are you with us? Yeah. Now, sir, we take it that you believe you were visited by an unidentified flying object. Is that correct? I wasn't just contacted, Bert. I was abducted and forced to perform evil deeds for their alien overlords. Well, Frank, can you tell us how it happened? Say it's about 9, 9.30. I was out in my yard burning trash when I spotted something shiny in the sky. What was it, Frank? I don't know, but it must have spotted me too, because it came shooting over quicker than anything I ever seen. This thing was all futuristic and fleshy looking. Looked like one of them robot vacuum cleaners you get at Walmart. Like a Roomba? Yeah, the Roomba. My God. 
Anyways, I grabbed my gun and done started screaming at it when all of a sudden a bright light surrounded me. I was flying, Bert. I was in and out of consciousness from that point on. I remember catching a glimpse aboard that ship once or twice. And what did you see on board? Little green men. Little green men? Yeah, you know, sort of like Muppets, but if they were like from Puerto Rico or something. Fascinating. Next thing I remember, I woke up buck naked in an Applebee's with a Glock 19, asking them why they don't have no apples or bees in the whole damn store. Now, you have a good point, Frank, but do you believe that this was another instance of aliens possessing humans to answer their earthly questions? Ain't no doubt in my mind, Bert. Well, well, how did you get home? I just remember coming to in my yard again. Haven't been contacted since. What sort of trash were you burning in your yard, Frank? I burned a bunch of them aerosol bug spray cans my wife buys from the store. Aerosol's the devil, you see. Indeed. Thanks for calling, Frank. Yup. Bert Ford, Secret News, bringing you the news they don't want you to hear. Do you have any otherworldly stories? Are you a time traveler? A member of a secret society or cult? What about that time you were abducted? Our lines are open. Head to our Instagram page at Tall Tale Happy Hour and submit your stories now. All stories will be read on the show. The wilder, the better. Um, upon discovering the plans for the heart attack gun, it was actually brought to Congress, the physical gun, and displayed on trial as the head of the CIA explained how it worked. They literally, there's video of it, you can look it up on YouTube, um, he passes across the actual gun, it's a real thing. Well, wow. He's just, yeah, he's talking about how it works, how they can use different darts and everything. It's pretty now, cool. Yeah, in the aftermath of the trial, uh, President Ford then had to issue like an executive order to ban tactics of targeted assassination by the CIA. Because I guess before that, the CIA could just assassinate anyone legally. What? Really? They yeah, well, like, <laughs> there's, there's a couple of guys on the table, it's like, who are we getting today? And they're like, oh. Yeah, let's fuck with John. Let's just yeah. legally assassinate him. Vice President is a bit of a cunt. <laughs> well it said he had to issue an executive order like he had to do it to ban <laughs> it <laughs> I mean naturally fuck I, don't, I, I doubt don't... I, don't... <laughs> I don't think it's a good thing just being able to go around just like willy nilly assassinating whoever you want just because you don't like them the US like some states have the weirdest laws so like yeah. if someone I think is on your property you are illegally allowed to shoot them. It's like I mean, these uh, laws that haven't expired that they've just kept. Yeah, they just forgot it's about nuts. it. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, 
Damn, I don't get like. So you're saying legally, the guy that delivers your packages from FedEx, since he's on your property, you can shoot him. Yeah, you could. <laughs> I find that you so want. funny. Don't yeah. quote me on that. Probably look it up, but yeah, I mean, I'm um, I'm just gonna run with it anyway, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. How fucking funny would it be <laughs> that the guy that he's just like you you ordered I don't know you ordered some Pokemon cards right yeah guys guys just going about his days delivering them to you you're just sitting at the front door going get the fuck off my property <laughs> <laughs> got a gun pointed at him he drops it you shoot him immediately <laughs> <laughs> well, just the Uber Eats man rocks up to your door yeah. with cheeky nugs and you just yeah, you, blast him with a double you, barrel. You pick your nuggets up and you shoot him and you go, thanks for coming, cunt. <laughs> it's chicken nuggy time. Yeah. Sit down. You skin the chicken nuggets and then eat them, but leave the skin. Like an absolute chad. <laughs> um, obviously, though, leading to this executive order, um, this discontinued the heart attack gun, sadly. Now, no one knows what actually happened to the gun after the trial. It's sort of speculated that it's in the hands of the U.S. Army, like safekeeping. But its whereabouts, condition, or even the continuation of use is pretty much unknown. So, I just thought of a million dollar idea. What's that? Come up with a weapon so dangerous that the army has to buy it off you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've got some pretty nutty stuff though. You'd have to think for a couple of couple of days, I reckon. Yeah, um wouldn't be easy. No, of course not. But that is pretty much it for the heart attack gun. I liked it. It's cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. They're just sort of these little topics that I've culminated. I don't... I Usually I get them while I'm driving, so I just send them via, like, voice message to Laura, and yeah. she'll open them up and it just says, like, Joe Biden's a hologram. In that <laughs> context. <laughs> Look into it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah. Now, no. just away from the episode, I do have a little bonus one that goes for a couple of minutes. Did you want to do it, or do you want to end here? Do you want to end here and then record the other one for another time? It, yeah, it's it's pretty good too. It it's um, oh, it is pretty good. I feel like we can end here, even okay. if it is really good. We'll just do it next time round. Okay. Even that is like a whatever, whatever. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have to um, buy credit on Skype to call this number that I found. What? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Do you want to do it? It's only very quick. It's like a couple minutes. Nah, I'll save it for another time because I really want to go trucking. Yeah, fuck yeah. All right, um, I'll do a little bit of an outro. So yeah, that's that's it pretty much. We tried something different, um, sort of away from those big chunky one topic episodes. Mm. Um, hopefully everyone enjoyed that. We'll probably be doing a couple more of those every now and then just to sort of 
you know, have a bit of a break because there are these little things we want to talk about. And um, for the episode coming out this week, which I mean last week, sorry, would have been would have been last week, right? Yep. When this comes out, yeah. Um, that will give you an existential crisis, like it did Brandon and I. Yeah, be sure to listen to that one if you skipped it. It's uh, it's a bit, yeah, it's a bit. Okay, people, on that note, we will catch you next week. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you, everyone, and thanks, Austria.